Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. And welcome to the program. I'm your host, host Brianna Hope and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we will be talking with Canella Rowey and Jerry Ortz, who are the newest members of the Kids First family. They are the Kids First Film Critic winners of the 2013 Search Contest. We will also be reviewing Open Season and When I Find the Ocean. So to start off the show, we will be talking with Canella, who is 10 years old, and she is the newest member of the Kids First family. We also have with us Brianna, the co-host, and Cheyenne, who will also be talking with us. So, Canella, why don't you start off by introducing yourself? Hi, I'm Canella. Um, as you know, I am 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in Los Angeles. Um, What do you like to do for fun outside of Kids First Film Critic? Well, I like to perform in plays and volunteer in art projects. Mm -hmm. And I I do gymnastics on my time after school Mm -hmm. from about 5 to 7.30. That's awesome. And so I'm pretty filled. That's awesome. Yeah, that's got a pretty big schedule, but it's nice to keep yourself busy. So pretty much, we'll just tell you about some of our experiences. So we will give you a taste of what you have to look forward to in this coming year of being a kid's first film critic. So, Brianna, let's start off with you. What was the most important thing you think you've learned over your course of being a kid's first film critic? The most important thing I've learned... Well, there's a few, but I'm just going to summarize it. Um, the most important thing I've learned is about thinking on your feet. Like, most of the times on the radio shows, um, I will be, like, I'll be prepared, but something changes in the schedule, and then I don't have that prepared. And so you most of the time have to think on your feet about the questions and the answers that you give, and then completely... Like, after a couple of times, you have to completely just not even depend on something. You just have to depend on your mind. And I've also 
learned how to memorize, like memorize things, like memorize mm-hmm. certain things in films so that when I do the reviews, it's not like, um, I can't remember. And I've watched it like two hours ago. So I've learned yeah. to memorize things better. And I've learned to critique films, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and what about you, Cheyenne? What do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned? There's so many things I've learned. Um, there's one that I learned how to summarize stuff uh, better because I um, I have a book report. You know how to have to summarize the book? Uh-huh. It was like a piece of cake for me. I mean, <laughs> because because kids first helped me summer um, helped me summarize the movies because you had to watch movies and summarize it and make the reviews. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. So mm-hmm. that's something I loved and I learned and. Hmm. To think of really good questions to ask some people. Yes, I agree with both of you guys. There have been so many things that we've learned, and Canela, there will be so many things that you've learned. But Canela, is there something that you're really looking forward to learning about when it comes to film critiquing and film? Well, um, I'm excited to learn more about the film and understand what's really going on in the mo- in the movie or the show. And mm-hmm. just figuring that out and knowing it. So it feels different when I watch the movie later on. I think that's an awesome thing to look forward to. And I can guarantee you, you will learn so much about that. Especially with Rani, who is the founder and president of Kids First. She will help you every <laughs> step of the way. And we are like a big family here. So feel free to ask us anything if you have any questions about anything. And we will help you to become a rock star film critic. Because it's pretty fun. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, Canela, why don't you tell us what your favorite genre of film is? Um, uh, I like all genres. I, well, I like comedy. Um, so I like real, I like funny things like comedy. But sometimes, um, I'll have... It could be a little comedy, um, a little romance, a little scary, mm-hmm. and so it's just like a sandwich, sort of. Just a big, confabulated mess of genres. <laughs> yes. Well, that's good that you'll be open to reviewing lots of different types of films, because here at Kids First, we will review everything from a or, romance to a comedy to... to Gosh, horror. just anything. Well, I mean, we don't really review horror films. Well, you review horror. I you review do. horror films. Okay. <laughs> Zombie romance. That was uh, that was not a horror film. That was a great movie. Yeah, You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm Brianna Hobiton. And today we are talking with Canela Rowie and Jerry Orr's Kids First Film Critic winners of the 2013 Search Contest. Plus, we will also be reviewing Open Season and When I Find the Ocean. So, right now, we are talking with Canella, who is 10 years old, and she is the newest member of the Kids First Film Critic family. And we are talking with her all about what she likes about movies and telling her what she has to look forward to. And we're very excited to have you as a new film critic, Canella. So, we can't wait to work with you in the future and continue. So, tell us a little bit why you entered the competition, why you thought it would be fun to be a film critic. Well, sometimes, as I said, I like 
I like figuring out what's happening behind the scenes and what who the people are in the shows that I watch so I can feel differently when I really watch them. And sometimes I want people to like that know me. They're watching TV and they're like, oh, hey, there's Canola. Mm-hmm. And so they can just recognize me and I can be like, I was on TV. Ah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but mostly I, I like digging into the shows and mm-hmm. just finding piece by piece what is, what's underneath what happens behind the hmm. scenes. That's something that's very fun about being a film critic because you can dig into like the deeper messages and the hidden symbols, but you can also learn about like filmmaking and all the stuff that goes into making a show and not just, oh, this is fun. <laughs> so, Cheyenne, you're a tad bit younger than Canella, but you guys are roughly the same age. So why don't you give her one tip to help her if she ever gets nervous before an interview or a radio show or anything like that? If you get nervous, if, if you get nervous in a radio show, just remember, we're all family. Nobody's going <laughs> to be like, you know, so we're all families. Like, you know, your little sister, your fa- that's your family. So we're kind of like your family. And if you get kind of nervous doing a movie review, just kind of, if you mess up, just wing it. That's, that's something that I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if you go on red carpets, just if you get nervous, if you get nervous, like what it, um, if you get nervous, like what I said, um, just ima- just remember you're going to meet some cool stars. Mm-hmm. So that will kind of pump you up too. Yes, definitely. And remember, when you're filming a review, you can, it's not live, so you can retake it as many times as you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten to the point where I can do like one or two takes and I have it but when I first became a kids first film critic I would do like 10 takes before I got one that I was like wanting to use so if you get nervous about that I mean take your time with it um and your film reviews will progressively get better and better I mean at the end of the year it'll be so cool to look back at your old film reviews and compare them to your new ones and you'll see such a drastic um progress and it's so fun so, quickly, let's tell Canella our favorite Kids First experiences so she can get amped up about the year to come. So, Cheyenne, let's start with you. What's your favorite Kids First experience that, you know, you've been through so far? My favorite. Going to the KCAs and meeting a bunch of celebrities. I loved it. I'm, I met Jerry Trainer <laughs> and, like, all these, and the cast of Super Ninjas. It was crazy. <laughs> It, I, it, I didn't expect to meet all those celebrities, you know, and then I one time I got so excited. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot my questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what about you, Brianna? My favorite experience is being on the radio show, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I, because my sister over here, Raven, um, <laughs> we have so much fun together, and yeah. I am very excited to have so much fun with everyone else and get to know people because it's like, yeah, I'm going home to do a radio show and all you people have no idea who they are except for me. I know them on the inside. And (laughs) yeah, so I feel kind of special. I love it. It's super fun. And Canela, again, we're so excited to have you with us. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment, but I can't wait to talk to you on next radio shows and 
I can't wait to see all of your new film reviews. We're just so excited to have you with us, and you are going to have a fantastic time. So thank you so much for deciding to become a Kids First Film Critic. Well, thank you. And thanks for having me. No problem. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First Film Critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. Now, we are going to talk with Jerry Ors, who is the newest member of the Kids First film critic family, along with 13 others. And we are just going to be talking with him all about what he's excited for of this coming year of becoming a Kids First film critic. And we're going to give him some tips and pointers. So, Jerry, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Awesome. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how old you are, where you go to school, and some hobbies you have. Okay. Hi, I'm Jerry Ors, and I'm 10 years old. I'm an actor, writer, and filmmaker. I also live in L.A. and very excited about learning things related to film criti- critiquing. 
awesome. Well, we're very glad to have you with us. Um, so, Brianna, why don't you tell him about some things he has to look forward to, from things to learn about to special events. Give him a taste of what he'll have to look forward to. Okay, I'll give him a taste. Yes. Um, hello, <laughs> Jerry. Um, you remind me of a kid named Jerry. Anyway, um, some things you have to look forward to is, like, if you're going to be on the radio show a lot, um, prepare yourself. Like, it's going to be amazing. You're going to get blown away. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, prepare yourself for that because that's a big part of Kids First Coming Attractions. Yes. And look forward to the red carpets and the pre-screenings and just, I guess, viewing films in the theater because in some things, like, I went to a pre-screening and my mom's all like, we were with the press. I'm just like, mom, don't say that. So, <laughs> yeah, you'll have to say that. Well, not have to, but... You get bragging rights. It's fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's amazing. Zing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, and one other thing you would have to look forward to is, I guess, movie reviewing. Because you get to see a lot more films now. And I remember coming, I think it was three months ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I get to watch like one more movie. And that was like my fifth movie that week. It was yeah. amazing. So It's pretty fun. Um, definitely the radio show is something that's really fun because if, you know, you listen to how we are in between segments, we all just like goof around and make jokes. And we are like a family here, so we're very glad to welcome a new member. Um, well, 12 new members, actually, <laughs> but you're one of them. And also something that's really fun is, uh, like Brianna said, getting to go to pre-screenings because they're really fun because you get to, like, go to movies before everyone else and sometimes you can, like, you know, bring your parents and you're like, hey, this is fun and I'm lucky. <laughs> and also just learning all about becoming a film critic. So... Jerry, do you have anything that you're looking forward to about learning how to critique films? I think what helped me in the future with making my films and hosting various events as well as help to understand entertainment industry better. Absolutely. You really get a deeper understanding of, you know, what goes on behind the scenes. And especially, I mean, you're so young, but you're already dabbling in writing films and producing and stuff. So I think that's awesome. And I definitely think that this will be something that'll help you because you'll be able to see all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes before it goes out on the big screen. So that's definitely something that's very fun. So, what's your favorite genre of film, Jerry? Well, I have two favorite genres, um, sci-fi and comedy. Awesome. Why do you like those two genres in particular? Comedy, I just love to laugh when I uh, watch a movie. And mm -hmm. sci-fi, I, I just love uh, sciencey stuff that is not real. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that, and that's what's awesome about Kids First, because we review a very wide range of films. We don't review rated R films, but anything else we review, so any new movies that are coming out into theaters that are PG-13 or lower, we review, so you get to check those out, and also a bunch of older films we review and newer films that were just released on DVD, so you will definitely get your fair share of comedy and sci-fi. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America 
Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And today we are talking with Canella and Jerry, who are Kids First Film Critic winners of the 2013 contest. We will also be reviewing Open Season and When I Find the Ocean. So right now we are talking with 10-year-old Jerry Orts, and he was just telling us about his favorite genre of film. So, Jerry, why don't you tell us why you decided to enter the Kids First competition? The reason I decided to enter uh, this competition is because I love filming, and I love films in general. So I thought um, putting my opinion on films and sharing with everyone would be great. Mm-hmm. That's one of like my favorite aspects of film critiquing is being able to share your opinion because even though I'm like older than most of the people, most of the film critics in Kids First, uh, it's still, you know, we're kids and we live in an adult world. So the fact that Kids First allows us to put our voices out there and our opinions on movies that are made for us, I think it's really helpful because how many times do you read a review that's from like a 30-year-old guy who's reviewing like a kid's movie? Like how are they supposed to know what kids like? So I think that's what's awesome about us being able to put our opinions out there. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Kids better relate to other kids when they share their opinion. Absolutely, because I mean even like even someone who's like in their 20s who's reviewing a movie that's like rated G, like they're not really going to know whether or not a 6-year-old will really enjoy it or not. So, that's what's awesome about this. So, Brianna, why don't you give Jerry any tips in case he gets nervous? Because you seem pretty confident, Jerry, but everyone has their nerves every now and then. So, Brianna, why don't you give him some tips? Tiddly girl. Um, uh, the thing is, have fun. That's my number one. Have fun. We are big family. Big, yeah, okay. Um, and smile. Like, when you are talking to someone on an interview or you're on the radio show or, or you're or on the phone interviewing someone, if you smile while you talk, they can hear it in your voice. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to smile wherever you are or whoever you're talking to because you don't know who that person is exactly. So it's always important to smile. And when you get nervous during the radio show, I remember um, the first few weeks of the radio show, I would get really nervous for being on time and for doing everything right and for being at least decent in what I do. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think you should just, like, take a breathe in and just breathe out. And tell. And you have to understand that we're not going to be like, oh, he did this. Um, we don't bite. Uh, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> we, don't, we don't judge people. We don't do any of that. And if we do, um, we won't. So, you know, <laughs> there's no there's no worrying for that. So... Just if you get nervous, calm down, relax, smile, and have fun. That's awesome. So, Jerry, do you have any questions about what we do here at Kids First? Um, I wanted to know um, how far ahead do you say uh, what you're doing before it actually happens? Um, As far as, like, reviewing films? Yeah, like, say that you have to review this film in a matter of time. How long do you usually get to review a film? 
Uh, well, typically, if you're going to a pre-screening, and most of the pre-screenings will be about a week before, a week or five days before the movie releases into the theaters. So if you're doing something like that, um, definitely get it in before it releases into theaters. And if you're reviewing a film that they send you, they'll pretty much say what you have, like the time limit you have, and you'll have anywhere from a week to a month to get it done. But my biggest, like, advice for you is do not procrastinate. Like, if you watch a movie, like, do the review the next day because then it's fresh in your mind. And that way you can get it out of the way so you don't have to worry about, oh, no, like, I have 10 film reviews that are missing and I need to get those in. So definitely the sooner you do it, the better. Okay, so. I have something to say. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, yeah, okay, um... Um, Jerry, it's good for you to check out reviews and coverage that our critics have already done so that you know that how we do things, I guess. I guess, yeah, I guess we could say that. And then by going to our website, they can find them right on the homepage. So, you know, it's easy. And if you click through, it takes you to the YouTube KF page where everything is posted so you know it's easy to view them and plus it's good to listen to some of our past radio shows because then you know if if like if you're having a problem like if you listen to your own radio show or if you listen to someone else's radio show you see how to get through that problem and mm -hmm. again it's the best way is to there, there's a link from kidsfirst.org, and then plus we will be doing a six-week. Awesome. So also, um, just so you know, when, if you go to a pre-screening, the new release is, your review is due within 48 hours of seeing that. So like I said, just try to get it done the next day because it is very, very helpful to not procrastinate. So pretty much just have fun when you're with us and, you know, take it easy. We won't bite. We'll just give you some helpful pointers along the way and steer you in the direction of becoming a rock star film critic. So thank rock you. Star. Yes, rock star. We are, <laughs> we are so hardcore rockers. Um, awesome. So, Jerry, thank you so much for being with us and deciding to become a member of Kids First Film Critics because you will not regret it. It is very fun. So thank you so much for being with us. I just want to say thank you for choosing me and thank you for inviting me to this show. It's a lot of fun. You're oh, absolutely. So yes, I know. He's adorable. I can't wait to like work with you more because you're awesome. Yes. So we will talk to you very shortly, hopefully on the next radio show. And I cannot wait to see some of your new reviews. So thank you very much. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. 
Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to talk about When I Find the Ocean, which is a film that Brianna recently watched. So, Brianna, why don't you tell us a little bit about that film? Well, I sure will. Um, a little girl um, is at home with her mother her soon-to-be new father, her grandmother, her grandfather, and her, like, little pets. Mm -hmm. And so she really loves the ocean because she finds out, I think, a few years before that her dad died as a sailor and he never came home. So they all are assuming that he's dead and he never, like, he is dead. So she really, really like... sad. Yeah. She really likes the ocean, and so she's always wanted to be the ocean, be near the creek, be near the water, because she knows that her dad was always closest there. So, And she's having these weird dreams about, like, her father calling her. So it's it's very emotional um, for me, because I get very emotional. Um, But her name is Jessie Peabody, and it's played by Dan Beanie. And so she runs away to find the ocean. And Mm -hmm. she meets a lot of people along the way. And it's just a very good film about how, about how it's like, if you want something, go get it. And it's available in Walmart if you want it. (laughs) It's available in Walmart. Well, that's awesome. So what, um, what rating is this? Rating? It is PG, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes, PG. And I think that... It suits that very, very well because it's not a G because there, like, is you they don't show it, but there is like some semi, semi, 
yeah, it's semi-abusing, but it's not really abusing, but it's a really good film. Mm-hmm. And Walmart, for them, like, to get into Walmart, because it's their first time going into Walmart, mm-hmm. so to, for them to go into Walmart, it's very big for them, so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, like, pretty cool to be in Walmart, because lots of people shop there. <laughs> so, why don't you tell us your opinion of this movie? I hear that it's a very good movie, but Why? Um, first off, I really like it because it has animals. Like, I think I've said that before, but I, like, really like animals because I see them as a different creature. Like, we're a creature, they're a creature. We're all creatures, but we're different creatures. Anyway, um, I like animals. I also like the story plot. I really like the story plot because Mm -hmm. it's based on a true story. So, when I hear that, I'm just like, wow, it's based on a true story. So... Um, I like it because of the soundtrack, because every time a soundtrack would come on, it's not like it's overpowering the film, but it is in there. It kind of flows good, greatly, <laughs> greatly. So it's very mellow, not mellow, but it's It works it's with good. the film. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, so do you think you have a favorite character or a favorite scene? Um, my favorite character is Jessie. Because, first off, she has a hard time because her stepfather, no, it's not her stepfather, but her father soon to be, is, like, not abusing her. Well, she thinks, well, it is abusing her, but her father thinks that it's not. She thinks it's just punishment, but it's not. So I think she has a very hard time because her father just died, like her real father just died, and her mom's asking her, come on, give him a chance. And it's like when someone, when your parents divorce and like your mom gets a new boyfriend or your dad gets a new girlfriend, it's like, I mean, you can't really replace that person. So Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on that. Um, so, what do you think stands out about this film compared to other films? Um, first off, because it's a true story. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that the, the plot, how it, how it runs through the film. Mm-hmm. Because cer- I think it's certainly something that stands out because I've known people that in, in films, they're just like, ooh, I really want to go here, or ooh, I really want to go here. But it's not, most of the movies I've seen, it's like, they just want to go there, because they just want to go there. But with this But film, she has, like, a purpose yeah, for going she there. she wants to yeah. go there because of her father. So I Especially think if it's fueled by emotion, like, that definitely makes for a good plot, if there's a lot of emotion behind the reasons. So, what did you think about the cinematography of this film? I really liked, I mean, it was, it wasn't, like, outstanding, but it wasn't, like, it was in the middle, more higher than lower. It was, like, higher middle. (laughs) Anyway, um, I really liked it because they did really close-up shots, and then they did, like, area shots, and then they did just plain, like, scenery shots, so I thought that was really nice. That's awesome. You are listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And today we are talking with Canella and Jerry, who are Kids First Film Critic winners. And we will also be reviewing Open Season and When I Find the Ocean. So right now we are talking about When I Find the Ocean with Brianna. 
And we are talking all about what Brianna likes about this film, and it sounds like a very fantastic movie. Like, I actually, I really want to watch it now because I really like emotional movies, even though I'll cry. Like, I'll watch scary movies and not flinch at all, but then I'll watch, like, really sad movies and I'll just be bawling. So, I really want to see totally this totally you. I know, but if I, if I cry, I'm blaming it on you, okay? Just... Oh. Just okay, be prepared. Totally. I will write you a letter <laughs> talking about the, the tissues I wasted on my tears. <laughs> okay, so why don't you tell us how many stars you give this movie? I give this film five out of five stars. Like, a billion out of five stars. Because at first I was giving it four out of five stars. Like, that was, like, right after I watched it. Because when I when I watch films, I, I have to do the review like five to ten minutes after I watch it because if I do it right after when I watch movies since I'm a critic it kind of like something clicks and it's weird I can't really tell you about it because it's kind of awkward and I can't really <laughs> explain it but it's I have like to do an it internal yeah. critiquing feeling yeah. you get so I have to watch it like 10 to 15 minutes after so I get like all the things good about it then mm-hmm. and so you have to let the it, movie yeah. like sink in yeah, because that's if you like, do it right after, it's just like, whoa. Yeah, well, that's why, like, after, especially if you go see a movie, like, in theaters, you'll notice, like, even if you think it's a bad movie, you'll be talking about it and talking about it. And you need to be able to talk about it for at least, like, at least an hour so you can be like, okay, this is what happened. Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, wait, I understand deeper now. Mm-hmm. Like, after I watch movies, I'll always talk about them a lot. And then I'm like, wait, I understand. <laughs> I get it now. So, if you could see yourself as one character in this movie, who would you be and why? Um, Jessie. <laughs> I like I her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, first, because I really like the ocean, and I've always liked water. I've, I love swimming, and I like the feel of water between my fingers and on my skin. Mm-hmm. So, I think I can relate to her in that way. And, um... I have places that I've wanted to be because of, like, family members. Like, sometimes I want to be at my grandmother's house because my grandmother's there or Pennsylvania because my family is there. But um, I could definitely see myself being Jessie just because of how she acts and how her life is going throughout this film. Mm -hmm. And what do you think are the biggest morals or messages in this film? Um, If you want something, get it. Because... She was just like, I can't, I, I, want to, I want to be closer to my father. I want to finally see the ocean, and I'm going to do it. So one night, she just packs up everything, packs up her dog and her bunny, and just goes, and it's... it's she takes her bunny, too? Yeah, she has How a bunny. How would you travel with a bunny? Because, like, in the beginning, she has this bag, and it's kind of like a camping bag, but it doesn't have the top open, and it's kind of really, like, stiff. It's not, like cloth so Uh she can store anything in it and she usually has her bunny on top so yeah that is interesting (laughs) i i would i mean i see like a dog as being a good traveling partner but a bunny like i mean to each is what i get bunnies now and just go like walking around we'll be like hey these are our bunnies don't even worry (laughs) well i think that's awesome i mean not awesome that she ran away but i still think that's like a pretty cool thing of her to do like 
go after what she wants. She could have done it in a, a different way. A different way. But. <laughs> but I mean, it's all for the movie. It's got to be it's got to be really serious cuz I think if she were just to like be like, "Hey mom, can you drive me to the ocean?" and her mom was like, "Okay." <laughs> like okay. one minute movie. She's like, "Can we go to the ocean? Like when can we go to the ocean?" And they're all just like, "Someday we'll take you." And it's like they're prolonging like, it. Take me now. No, take me now or I'll run away. And that's exactly what she did. So, yeah. Well, if this movie sounds appealing to you, which I definitely think it should be to most people because it sounds fantastic, be sure to check out When I Find the Ocean, and it's in stores in Walmart right now. So definitely check that out because it sounds like an awesome family movie with a lot of emotion and a lot of heart to it. So, Brianna, thank you for telling us all about it. Let's take a break. I am your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Network. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And we're listening to Voice America. Blah, blah, blah. Can I do that over again? I said we're listening instead of you're listening. All right, just pick, do, yeah, a, ahead, do another one, okay? Okay. Wait, just, hang on, pause. Okay. Just, just keep quiet for a second. And then go, okay? 
So just okay. keep count five seconds quietly and then count out loud five seconds. Okay. Five, four, three, two. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to be talking about Open Season, which is playing this month on HDNet Movies and Kids Scene. So, Brianna, why don't you tell us a little bit about this movie? I shall. Um, Boog, which is a very spoiled bear, and he is the voice of Martin Lawrence, and he's a grizzly bear that is kind of spoiled by um, a girl, a human girl, because she likes bears. I didn't quite catch why he's there, but um, he is unwillingly taken out of the comfort and warmth of his garage, and so he he causes some trouble, and so he's just kind of... While he's sleeping, he gets transferred over to the forest. And he is far away from his owner, Beth, played by, well, not played by, but voice of Deborah Messing. And he is stuck in the forest with a bunch of wild animals. And he is also stuck with an annoying mule, Elliot, played by, well, voice of Ashton Kutcher. And Boog is trying to find a way to get back to his garage and owner. Because he is not used to the forest because all of his life he's been with this human so he isn't used to the forest but hunting season is starting so it's the question is will he be able to make it back to the safety and comfort of his home without getting without getting killed or without getting shot so yes killed shot same (laughs) same thing yeah um I really like this movie personally but it's one of those movies where like the first one is good and then the second one you're like eh Open yeah. season two, okay, and then the third one, you're like, no, please, no. please stop. <laughs> but um, personally, I really like this movie, and I think it's because like Ashton Kutcher's in it, and I love him, and I'm like, okay, he's in this movie, I'm gonna enjoy it. But then in the other ones, he's not in it, so I lose interest. <laughs> but okay, the one thing that bothered me about this movie was like, why wouldn't they wait until after hunting season to send him like, to the forest? Like, seriously? They're like, oh, well, hunting season starts in like two days, let's just ship him out now well, and he survives well it would be like a 20 minute movie you know whatever (laughs) we they could have had him just like running around being happy they didn't have to have like hunters i mean it would have been an hour-long movie that was boring but it would have made more sense (laughs) um so what did you think about the animation in this movie i thought I mean, since it's not a new, new, new film, it's not, it's not old, new, but new, it's new. like, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, it's a few years old, so I thought this, uh, uh, I thought the animation was quite good concerning on how old it is, because when I look at animated films, I don't be like, oh, that's different, and I kind of just look at them like I look at a regular movie. It's where, when I watch not animated films, like real life films, when I get like, when I get when I see how good the cinematography is, so I think from my point of view, it was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I really like the animation in this um, because I think the design of the characters is something that I really like because I look at you know the quality of the animation, but I also look at the creativity of the animation, yes. and I love it so much because something that I think is funny is like 
when Elliot goes back to like his herd that apparently worship him, but they really don't, <laughs> he goes back and like all of the deers, they're like all big and like muscular and they, they look, I mean, they don't look like real deer, but they're like all, you know, buff. And then he's yeah. obviously oh, scrawny. Like, scrawny and stuff. So I think that's what's creative about it because they don't look like real deers, but it gives the characters so much quality. Yeah. And I love the little hedgehog or, like, porcupine. Like, I buddy. love that, dude. He's so cute. Oh, my gosh. And I love him because, like, regular... Well, hedgehogs are really, really cute. Like, my friend has a pet hedgehog, and he's the cutest thing ever. And I want one so bad. But porcupines aren't that cute. And they made this porcupine, like, so adorable. So I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of the soundtrack in this movie? For, like... I remember, I think one scene had this, I love the soundtrack for this one scene. I can't remember what the song was or how it went, but it was really good. That's um, that's what I remember about, about the soundtrack, because in that one scene, it kind of it kind of explained what was going on from like the lyrics and how the song was flowing and what the tempo yeah. of the song was, so. I really like the soundtrack because, I mean, even if it's not, like, full songs, just the the music they use to back up certain characters, like, mm -hmm. the, the evil hunter dude, the music that they have whenever he's on, it's all, like, gruff and rugged, and then yeah. otherwise it's like, oh, nature! Oh, yay! Um, and I think it's not even part of the soundtrack, it's a song in the movie, but it's not really part of the soundtrack, but I love it, is when Elliot is trying to sing, like, um... Boog's nighttime song. And yes, like, I love make, that. Oh my gosh, I love that. Me and my friends, we always like sing that to each other because like the regular version's nice and cute about like teddy bears having a picnic, but yeah. then like Elliot's version is like about like a, an angry dwarf who lives in a rainbow tree, and like <laughs> I love it. It's it's so funny. So yeah. that's like my favorite scene. Speaking of favorite scenes, what is your <laughs> favorite scene? Um, my favorite scene is when Elliot loses his horn thing like he he loses his um other other like his horn yeah. i'm gonna call it a horn um, <laughs> when and then when he first realizes he lost his first one and he's all like spazzing out he's like i'm a doe and <laughs> fuck i'm a duck <laughs> that was awesome so, yeah you're listening to voice america kids network i'm your co-host raven devani and i'm your co-host brianna hobiton and today we are talking with Canella and Jerry, who are the newest members of the Kids First Film Critic family. And we are also reviewing When I Find the Ocean and Open Season. So right now we are talking about Open Season, and me and Brianna were just discussing our favorite scenes. Before we move on from favorite scenes, I have one more scene I want to add. And, well, it's not one, it's like a bunch, but every time um, the woman and her husband are like, in their little RV with their dog. Like, shit, it's so funny because the lady's always like, oh, Bob, you talk so much. But he never talked. And she just, like, blabbers on and on and on. <laughs> right. She's like, I could talk till the cows come home. When do the cows come home, Bob? Where have you been? <laughs> it's like, that's, like, my favorite line of the entire movie. It's so great. She's like, where have the cows been, Bob? When do yeah. they come home? <laughs> and this whole thing about cows, it's like, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> oh my gosh it's so it's she's it's awesome she's just pretty she's pretty like, great when she gets the when she gets the coffee instead of the decaf yeah and she's like oh i should not have had this coffee and then like she throws it away and elliot's like it's so good but it's so bad and he's like drinking it and it's awesome yeah um so who would you say is your favorite character 
My I've got two. My favorite character, my favorite favorite character, is Elliot because um, voice of Ashley Kutcher. That's yes. that's amazing. Um, he is like funny and he's very free spirited and he's very not. I guess I guess you could say bold. Yeah, bold. And he doesn't. He he says he says what's on his mind and while saying what's on his mind, he cracks me up. So I like I like Elliot and I also like McSquizzy. Um, the squirrel. Yeah. Spelting acorns. Love that dude. I don't even think there's a point of me telling my favorite characters now because they're the exact same as yours. Like, I'm not even kidding. We're the same person. This needs to stop, Rihanna, right now. (laughs) There can only be one of us. Um, Yeah, I really like Elliot because, like you said, I mean, he has, like, no filter when he talks. He'll just, like, talk and talk and talk, and then he'll be like, wait, maybe I should not have said that, but he (laughs) says it anyway, and it's like, and, like, he is very bold, but then when he gets confronted, he's like, oh, what? I didn't say anything. Like, I'm not, what? What? Not me. (laughs) And then McSquizzy, I think he's so funny because, like, I find most of the times my favorite characters aren't even, like, the main characters of the movie. They're, like, those little characters that are only in, like, half of the movie, but they make such an impact. Right. And I like McSquizzy because he's so funny, and he's, like, the way he talks. It's, like, awesome. Like, I love his (laughs) little Irish or Scottish accent. It's, Uh, It's awesome. Yeah. So, do you think there are any morals or messages in this movie? Um, I... I found out that in this film, you can't always depend on someone else because Boog basically depended on Beth, and he never he never thought about what's going to happen to me if she dies or what's going to happen to me if I get like re- not replaced so much, but if I get moved to a different place or what's going to happen if uh-huh. this happens. He never really thinks about that and. If he doesn't think about that, then it's like he's always depending on he's always depending on her, and you can't really yeah. depend on someone the whole time. So. Yeah, um, something that I learned from this movie, which is a little bit different, I definitely agree with you, but it's a little bit different than what you had to say. Um, something that I really learned was that you you need to think about someone for more than just what you can like get out of them. Like you need to think of someone as a whole person and a whole being because like he was only staying with Elliot to try to like get home. Get home. But really like Elliot is just a sweet guy that doesn't really know how to act around people. (laughs) And so like he, I felt that like a lot through a lot of the movie, Boog was being like a total jerk because he was just, he yeah. was just like, I'm only going to hang out with you so that you can get me home and then I'm ditching you. And at the end of the movie, they became friends. But before then, I was just like, hey, you need yeah. to be nice. And with Beth, he's like, he's like, yeah, I've got, I've got food at home. I've got shelter at home. And that's all he thinks of home is food and shelter. Yeah, and definitely I think that that's something that, like, you can definitely get out of the movie is the fact that, like, you need to look at someone for their whole self because they have feelings and they have, you know, emotions and you need to take that into consideration. Yeah. So, really quickly, would you tell us um, what age range you would recommend this for? Yes. Um, I recommend this for 6 to 13. They will definitely get a kick out of it. Um, Even for older ages I, I I love it and I think everyone else will love it and I that's why I give it four out of five stars 
It has a great message. The animation is great. And I love the age range. I think the age range is very, like, not not broad, but it's very, that yeah. fits it so well. It's, it's a perfect family movie. Yes. So if you guys can't decide what to watch on family movie night, definitely check out Open Season playing on HDNet Movies Kids Scene. They're also playing Open Season 2 if you want to check that out after you watch this one. So thank you so much for being with us. And Brianna, thank you for co-hosting with me. It's always a pleasure to work with you. Aww. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us you've been listening to kids first coming attractions you can experience more kids first fun watch our film reviews and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics by going to www.kidsfirst.org i'm your co-host raven devani and i'm your co-host brianna hobiton and you're listening to voice america kids Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week.